The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry with you as always, and tonight, a bit of a hybrid show, as we have two teams still alive on the gridiron here in the UC, but of course, plenty of teams getting their basketball season tipped off. So tonight, we'll talk with Upperman and York on the gridiron, but we will also catch up with teams from Clark Range to Salina to Livingston and others here tonight on the basketball court. Once again, this is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, we return on the high school playbook, and we start on the gridiron in Baxter where head coach Adam Kane and the Bees will, for the second straight week, face off in the playoffs with a region opponent, Macon County, on the docket Friday night. What is it like, as we asked last week, to face an opponent you faced before? We also discussed just how good is this region, considering that they've now met in back-to-back weeks in the TSSAA football state playoffs. Coach Kane, you kind of jokingly made the comment to me on Saturday, uh, what do we have to do to get away from our own region, uh, from our you know common <laughs> opponents here in the playoffs, back-to-back weeks, that you're going to rematch an opponent you've already played in Baxter from your own region? Before we dive into the, the ball game on Friday, I, I just want to get kind of your thoughts on the fact that you, in fact, have had to rematch your own region uh, here now twice, and what that says about how good your region is. Yeah, um, I'm kind of glad you asked that question. Um, you know, there's always um, debate, uh, you know, about is this the hardest schedule that we've had? Is this the, you know, whatever, um, you know, and it goes on and on and on. I can say, as someone who's been here six years, um, that this is the deepest region we've ever been in, um, and and our schedule is is clearly head and shoulders uh, tougher than any schedule we've ever played here. Uh, you know, since I've been here, and um, I've been here the only times that they've been foray here, so. I think that would answer the, the the question of how rugged this year has been, um, you know, and, and a lot of that has to do with the region opponents. Um, you know, at one point, uh, three of us were ranked in the top ten. Um, you know, I, I think Stone Memorial had a really good football team, you know, a senior-heavy football team, and, uh, you know, they, they played a tough schedule, Um I believe they ended up with five losses, and um, the the five teams that beat them, of course, we beat them twice, but the uh, the five games they lost, the team that beat them only had one combined loss on the season. Um, so it just speaks to the quality of, of football in, in this region. And, um, you know, last year it was kind of a case of every game coming down to a two-point conversion. I think that shows how competitive, you know, each team is and, and um, you know, how much winning matters to these programs. And, you know, you, you throw White County into the mix and, and probably they had argue, arguably the, you know, the best player in the region and in the, the quarterback. And uh, it just added to um, each week being a difficult task. I, I remember 
um, week three, we went to Macon on the road um, and, and somehow, you know, pulled that and went out. I, I do remember, you know, the, the team, uh, it was probably the most anxious that I've seen them, um, you know, in, in the years that I've been here. So it's just, uh, it speaks to the quality of opponents, uh, the quality of coaching, and um, it'll be, it'll be real, uh, it's it is it is somewhat of a daunting task to to play someone twice in, in in a year. You know, it's not like it's not like basketball where it happens all the time. You know, football's a little bit different, and so it'll be uh, it'll be a tough task for us. You mentioned it the last time you saw this team was back in week three. It's very different from Stone Memorial, who you had only seen three weeks. Prior, in this case, you haven't seen Macon County since week three. So, what in your mind, as you've kind of watched film and really started to prepare uh, for Macon County Friday night, what in your mind is the area in which they have grown uh, or, or shifted the most since you guys saw them on the road in week three? Yeah, um, you know, we, we've seen them periodically on film, you know, uh, against our region teams. Um, you know, they've they've been some of the the trade copies that we've looked at. And so, you know, we've, we've kind of kept up with their progress. Um, I would say, especially the last two ball games, um, they look like they're just uh, playing with some uh, supreme, supreme confidence. And, uh, you know, they're executing at a real high level. There, there's no, uh, it looks like there's no uncertainty when when they're playing offense or defense and special teams, um, which is a tribute to their coaches getting them prepared. Um, but it also speaks to the you know the the ability that their players have, and um, and they they've got really good players. You know, one of them has been a two-time miss. Coach, you were talking there about a uh, three-time or excuse me, two-time Mr. Football finalist in, in, in Gay Borders talking about how difficult uh, Macon County can be and, and how disciplined they were. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I was talking about their, their defense, how they, they, they're all trying to get to the football. Um, you know, they're all trying to play physical. It's very impressive. You know, that, that's kind of the thing that jumps out is, is just how hard they play on the defensive side of the ball. And then offensively, they got a really dynamic uh, scheme. Um, you know, Coach Shoulders uh, has about, it seems like, you know, 20 different offenses that he, um, you know, combines into one. And he's got playmakers. You know, the quarterback does a good job of of ball handling, and, and he'll keep the ball on the back door if you're not careful. And they've got some you know they got a good screen game they've got a you know obviously a wing t deal they've got a shotgun package he's got a read package it's uh it's a lot to deal with i was telling my son uh last night it's just it's hard to um get y'all prepared for everything that they can possibly do and so uh it, it, you know it's a quality opponent exactly what you think you would be seeing in a quarterfinal round um and and they've just been really, really impressive on film over the last two weeks. Head coach Adam Kane, Upperman Bees coach, 
Uh, before we let you go, I do want to talk specifically about Gabe Borders. Uh, not because you haven't faced very dynamic athletes all season. You obviously have. You've seen great quarterbacks. You've seen great running backs. And you've seen some great wide receivers. But how do you, how do you kind of prepare for, how do you game plan against a guy who can line up at the quarterback position and be the best quarterback they have, can line up at the running back position and be the best running back in the slot, outside the hashes. That's what makes him unique is that he can be the best player at whatever position they put him at. How do you prepare for that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to – you got to identify where he is and, uh, you know, you got to pay him attention. And uh, But – but I'll just be honest with you. It's it's completely impressive, you know, as a as a coach that's been in the business for for thirty plus years. Um, you know the con- the contributions that he makes, um, you know, in the run game, and and now he's throwing passes. He's thrown a touchdown pass two out of the last three weeks. Um, you know, he's probably their number one receiving target. Um, you know he plays defense as well. They'll play him as their as their robber safety, where he's the primary tackler. Um, they'll they'll let him play cover corner. Um, you know he's their main guy when they try to come after your punt and and block a punt. When they need a punt return, they'll put him back there. Obviously, he's a a dynamic kickoff returner. Um, you know he does everything. He he really does and. You know, you, you you try really hard, and as a coach, not to, you know, to identify the best player and try not to let him beat you. But um, he's everywhere, and so um, you know he's going to have an impact on the game. And uh, you just got to hope that it's not, you know, um, six touchdowns worth. And you, you know, you hope you can keep him contained a little bit and uh but the but the other thing is 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 twin brothers just as dynamic and, and he's doing a fantastic job they just they're really good players and uh you you can tell that uh with both of them in the lineup um you know it's given them a great deal of confidence and um they're they're a drastically different team than the one we played when we went up there week three and so uh, you know, my guys realize that, and uh, we got a decent team as well. And so, you know, we're going to try to prepare as best we can and and try to play hard. And hopefully, you know, our, our biggest thing is that we, we on Friday night we want to embrace the com- the competition and uh, you know, be, just n- not be worrisome, not be fretful, but embrace the whole idea of we've got a very good opponent here and we're going to embrace the the concept of this being a uh, a ultra competitive football game and so before we get to that we've got to embrace the the preparation side of it and that's what we're in the process now of doing he is absolutely right making county has looked spectacular the last several weeks and they certainly have improved drastically from that week three matchup like any team when a, with a player like Gabe Borders early in the season, you're dependent on that guy. Now, by the end of the season, they have certainly moved to a much more, as you heard Coach Kane talk about, complicated and multiple offense. And, of course, Gabe Borders makes all the difference in special teams, defense, and beyond. B's head coach Adam Kane joins us there. When we come back, it's Derwin Wright and the York Dragons, who are also in the quarterfinals. They'll make a trip to Hampton. On Friday night, we'll talk about it on the High School Playbook, built 
by Mountain Barn Builders. Wrapping it up on the gridiron tonight on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We caught up with head coach Adam Kane in segment one, now head coach Derwin Wright and the York Dragons on the program to discuss their trip Friday night to Hampton in the quarterfinals and what they have to do to walk away with a win. Coach Wright, we were able to talk to you for an extended period of time on Saturday morning, but one of the things uh, on Saturday that uh, you brought up is that you hadn't really had a chance to see Hampton your opponent on Friday night this year uh, hadn't seen them on film. You guys had exchanged and obviously had not exchanged film for Friday night just yet. And so my question to you to lead off here is simply now that you've seen some of their film, what do you have to key on on Friday night to take down Hampton? Well, they're very aggressive defensively around a six two, really get after you. Uh, stun a lot. You know, and uh, they they come after you. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, quarterback throws the ball really well. They, they they get in a power eye and come at you, but you stop it a few times, they can spread it. He can throw it well. Number 12, their tailback, got to stop him. He's a good runner. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're hard nose up front. You know, you get to this point, it's called a lead eight for a reason. Every team's, uh, you know, a solid football team. Yeah, you're in the quarterfinals absolutely for a reason, and certainly uh, whoever is in there with you is there for a reason. How much do you think it helps your team, uh, the experience of last year, having made it a game past this ball game to the semifinals uh, and, and having to go on the road right here? How much does that experience help you guys Friday? Well, we're going to call on you. You know, our guys, uh, they, they, they went on the road the fourth round last year we went to Tyner, obviously not the outcome we wanted, but uh, you know we we we've won a couple big games on the road this year. Uh, you know we went to Bledsoe, went to Oneida, went to Friendship, uh, so and and you know obviously went to Livingston as well. So we've won on the road, uh, obviously longer trip, but uh, you know way we can look at it, we just got to get ready to play and. Uh, you know, enjoy the bus ride. We're chartering a bus, so enjoy the bus ride up and, and get off the bus and get our legs under to so get ready to play. Yeah, for people who, you know, maybe aren't super familiar with the, the standard way of travel versus doing what you just mentioned, I mean, how much can chartering a bus help you guys on Friday night with the longer road trip and getting there, getting your legs back under you? Well, everybody knows the school bus, sir not designed for comfort. Uh, so, you know, a charter bus, you got a lot nicer seats to sit in. It's going to be a smoother ride. Uh, and, uh, you know, we just, uh, and that's why we got to look at it. We just got to relax on the ride up. And, uh, then once we get there and, and, and get, get our legs under, walk out on the football field and play hard two hours and, you know, uh, let things fall the way they fall, but, uh, just got to get ready, you know, today and tomorrow. That's, Today is a big, big part of our preparation. We got to get ready for it, and uh, you know, again, they 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 bring a lot at you. They're gonna they're gonna test your offensive line as far as pass protection and things like that. Obviously, regardless of opponent, there are always areas you want to get better as a football team. Even at this point in the season, where do the the dragons get better this week? What is the emphasis internally for you guys, regardless of who you're going up against Friday night? Well, we've got to, you know, our emphasis this week is definitely going to be 
on the O-line and D-line, both groups uh, have to do a good job for us. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've got, we've obviously always on the back end, we've got to have a great night. Uh, we're definitely, you know, we've survived two weeks here without throwing the ball hardly at all. We've got to, we've got to be able to throw the ball. So we've got to spend some time working on our pass protection. Coach Derwin Wright, York Dragons, who traveled to Hampton on Friday night for a quarterfinal matchup in the state playoffs on the gridiron. And they're going to have to throw the football. He is not wrong. At some point, you knew it was going to happen, and it is this week. York will have to be able to have a more balanced offense if they have any hope of getting back to the state semifinals. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. We return on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, and we look to take a shift from the gridiron to the hardwood. We go from York, where we were with head coach Derwin Wright for football, right up the road to Clark Range to check in with the winningest coach in Tennessee high school basketball history, Lady Buffalo's head coach Lamar Rogers, on how their season looks to shape up here in the preseason. Coach Rogers, another year for you here at Clark Range and just another year of basketball in general. Feels like last year just recently uh, ended and now we're back again. Uh, you know, what's it like, you know, basketball season being fast approaching? How are you feeling about the team? Well, it's, we're really excited. We started practice Monday, our first official one, and we've got a play day Saturday at Lebanon, the next two Saturdays, and uh, playing some big four A schools down there, which will help us get ready for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> we're supposed to have three starters back from last year. We lost Maddie Bush and Casey Sales, which, think about them, they played so hard. But uh, Addie Stairs, our leading scorer last year, has got to have hip surgery. So mm-hmm. she's this was senior year, and she's not going to be able to play. So it's very unfortunate. Uh, she tried coming back, and then, and then she went to Vanderbilt, and they just, uh, it's just not going to work out. So. Real uh, disappointing for her and everything, but we've got uh, we've got some good ones. We've got uh, Cordbrook Rogers uh, returning wing and Katie Hopkins, and then we've got uh, <clears throat> uh, Peyton Manis is going to be probably our center this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Lydia Phillips, her point guard. Uh, we've got um, Macy Three to wing. We've got Sophie Sitton uh, a wing point. We've got Chloe Daly, Katie Sales, uh, Kaylee. Uh, Delk, uh, and um, I'm forgetting somebody, I'm sure, but we've got got a really good mixture here. Uh, we got beaten the Stub State last year. We had a two-point lead going in the fourth quarter at Van Buren County and just did not finish the game. So we're uh, so close to Murphy Center, and that's our goal this year. And uh, even though we lost Addy, we're still going to be very good. And, of course, our district is loaded every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think two teams from our district could be in the state tournament. We want to be one of them. How do you replace losing that scoring, right? I mean, you, you, to lose your leading scorer this close to the season when you thought you may get her back, how, how do you go about replacing that level of offense? Well, the biggest thing, I hate it for her. You know, mm-hmm. being a senior year or junior or whatever, because basketball's been her life, and she's just can fill it up. You know, catch and shoot, she had a step-back shot. Uh, it's going to have to be by committee, um, and we'll figure out. Uh, you know, we played this summer without her. You know, mm-hmm. so they just having a rehab and stay off of it. So we got an idea how it's going to look. Uh, we've got to play uh, 
everybody's got to take up the slack. We've got to play great defense as usual, have a high basketball IQ. Those two things are going to be really important how successful we are. So we've got shooters everywhere. I mean, we've got uh, all five girls on the floor is going to be able to shoot. So that's a luxury. And uh, we just have to get our, how good a defensive team we're going to be and how high our basketball IQ will be. How do you uh, think that those summer dates and these play days, how do you think they play into how successful you can be this season? Are, are they maybe real, such important things early on? Well, you know, Saturday we'll find out. Um, uh, you know, we've, I had like uh, – we, we didn't get to work out much as far as physical. I had about everybody playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. So I had to wait the volleyball season's over. But – so, you know, now we've practiced one week and then we're going to Lebanon to play Mount Juliet and Beach and another team. So, um, it will show our mistakes and then we'll know what to work on. And, and we're going to be very flexible defensively. We're going to do different things. Our matchup zone was really good to us at the end of last year. And uh, we're going to be pressing some. And we have to just uh, figure out what we do best. And uh, these next two Saturdays, uh, will show that. We've got a very uh, exciting and difficult schedule as usual. Our district's loaded. Uh, we're going to play uh, Livingston home and home. We're playing them in a Hall of Fame, so we're playing them three times. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's going to help us, and hopefully we can help them. We're playing Cumberland County. We're playing Stone. Uh, oh, now is a good single-A or double-A program now. And uh, so uh, – we're playing in Watertown Christmas tournament, Anderson County Christmas tournament. So all this, you know, basketball is a tournament sport. And, uh, you know, no team in the state, probably besides Bradley Central, is going to go undefeated. You know, they're <laughs> loaded in the, in the 4A. But uh, so we're probably about to death some, but you can learn from losing sometimes, which we don't like it. But uh, here again, all this is leading up towards February and everything when the tournament starts. Do you do that on purpose, schedule those 4A, 3A, and those 2A schools, those big-time tournaments away from from here? Is that something you do intentionally to get your team ready? Absolutely. We've done that for years. we played the Blackman. We've had Answorth up here, uh, all the big schools in the state. Uh, Bradley Central is one of them we've not played, which, you know, but uh, we've, we've always played the big schools that help us in uh, that way. We played Hamilton Heights when they had a, a girls' program, so uh, it's it's made us a lot better. Uh, we've had we played Shelbyville when they was Rick Coach Angel was down there, and um, so you know that makes it's rough, but it makes you better. You know, you, if you make a mistake, you're going to know it, and um, uh, so that's that's been our plan over the years, and it's been very successful for us. On a more personal level, just what is it like getting to coach your granddaughter? You've obviously gotten to coach other, uh, you know, family members. What is it like to have your granddaughter now on the team? Well, it's good. I got to be careful not be too hard on her. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's a junior, and she's she's done uh, gotten better every year, like she's supposed to. And uh, you know, she's still got things she's got to work on. She's a shooter, uh, which is good. Um, it's kind of you know the first. Uh, uh, player I had that I coached her daughter that was a big shock <laughs> you know back in the day so uh, you know I'm enjoying it a whole lot and uh, we had uh, I think Dame, uh, the Clemson football coach said uh, you know they're having a rough year he said well I've got to enjoy this stuff I'm supposed to enjoy it so you know that's what I'm doing and uh, you know got a lot of friends over the state uh, coaching friends and everything we've run into 
and um, you know watching the girls grow up here at Clark Ridge High School and mature every, every year is is very good and we're trying to teach them life lessons also. This is something that a lot of people would point out how far girls and, and women's basketball has come over the last couple of decades. You look at your, you know, your state titles. You haven't won it since 09, easily the longest you've gone without winning a state title. But what does that say about what girls basketball has become in the region and really across the state? Well, you know, first of all, if you get out of the Upper Cumberland, in, in our district, Livingston, Upperman, you know, that district, White County in there or the Triple. If you get out of the Upper Cumberland and go to Mercerboro, you got a chance to be successful because it's so uh, it's so important to the communities, you know, in, in the Upper Cumberland here. And basketball is such a high level, but you know, statewide over the years it's gotten better. Uh, you know, the the AAU has made the big difference. Uh, you've got to, the good players or the great players play AAU. They, you know, they play all half the summer and then they have a break and then they get ready for the high school season. So that's made a big difference and teams are just better. Uh, some of our better teams, uh, a state championship team in the past, uh, would have a rougher time winning it now because teams are just better. But uh, so we want to uh, get as good as we can be and see what happens. And uh, basketball is very important to Clark Ranch High School in this community, and it's kind of like the uh, front porch of the school. So we want to do very good and invite all of our fans in and support us and everything, which they really have. And uh, we just uh, uh, – it's a journey. We want to enjoy our journey and, uh, you know, see what happens. Another season is upon us for the Lady Buffaloes of Clark Range and head coach Lamar Rogers, who currently is in the midst of his longest drought at the school without a state championship. Is this the year? We'll find out, but you heard from Coach Rogers there. A lot of things to overcome and a lot of great teams to overcome on the way. I'm Colin Castleberry, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. More when we return. We go from Clark Range to Van Buren to stay in 1A girls basketball, checking in with the Lady Eagles and head coach Tyler Sapp on how their season projects to go. Returners, new faces, and so much more in what promises to be a very challenging district for the Lady Eagles. Coach Sapp, excited for yet another basketball season. It it feels like... uh, just yesterday, uh, you guys were walking away from the state tournament, uh, a game away from playing for a state title. Uh, obviously, just first and foremost, how excited are you for basketball season to be back, and, and how are you feeling so far about the, uh, about the team you've seen in practice? Um, I'm obviously, uh, we're excited to be back. You know, we got our first game tonight um, at Oakdale. Um, we're going to be very, very young, um, starting – uh, all sophomores and freshmen tonight. So, you know, there'll be growing pains in that, but I'm excited that, you know, they're a real fun group um, to coach, and I'm really, really, really excited for them to get that experience that they need and to get the season going. Yeah, on on the one hand, you look at it and you say last year this was a team and a program that got all the way to that state semifinal game, but then you mentioned it. Uh, Going to have a whole lot of young starters, freshmen and sophomores. How do you kind of – take a team that's so young but some of them were obviously around for that run last year uh, and get them set up here early in the season for uh, a season's worth of success um you know i think it starts with us uh taking care of the basketball um you know young kids have a higher tendency to turn the ball over because they're not as experienced and i think 
if we can, uh, you know, manage our turnovers and be smart and take care of the ball, then then we'll be fine until, um, you know, that my my girls that are hurt come back in January and be and be ready to go and try to go to the state tournament again. How nice is it to know that you're going to have those girls coming back in January, uh, a place where you look back again uh, at last year, and from January on, you guys lost. Uh, two ball games all the way until that state semifinal game. Clearly, the most important part of your season occurs from January on. So, how beneficial is it going to be to not only get them back in January, but be getting the younger girls all this experience along the way? I mean, you know, it's invaluable, um, especially like you said, the experience with for them younger kids. I mean, and, you know, and these kids were going to get minutes this year anyways because we only have ten kids on the team. So I'm, I'm going in tonight with eight kids that can play, um, you know, and then when we get the other two back in January, it'll, it'll be great. Uh, you know, the biggest thing for those two kids I'm going to get back in January is they've got, you know, being in some type of shape so they can come in and contribute right away. Cause we're, we're going to need them. And, you know, every, you know, almost everybody's going to be in our rotation. Um, and I didn't even know that we only lost two games from January until that <laughs> state semifinal game. So there you go. I just knew we won a bunch of them. I didn't know how many we lost, but that's funny. Yeah, you only lost two, Coach. It was quite an accomplishment last season. Uh, you mentioned two girls going to come back in January, but who are some of the the freshmen and sophomores that people are going to have to be keeping an eye out for even after we get the two uh, experienced players back in January? Um, well, I mean, obviously, Kara Mills, uh, she's, you know, she's big for us in the middle. Um, on offense and on defense, you know she's about six two. She may be six three now. I don't know how tall she is. I know she's I know she's tall. Got long arms, so she affects our, our defense so much because the girls, you know, they the, they get to the second level, she's standing there and they got to they got to shoot over. So she she's invaluable for us. Um, offensively, you know, we've got to get her going, got to feed her the ball, and got, and and try to get her to scoring a little bit more this year. Um, a freshman we keep need to keep an eye on is a girl named Abigail Netherton. Um, she's really, really, really skilled. Um, I think she's going to be a big, big time player for us now. And then in January when Layla and Brooke come back, and then um, another guard that we've got, uh, Ellie Grissom. She's she's come a, she's come a long, long way. I mean, I had I put her in the game as an eighth grader in that substate game two years ago against Red Bull and Springs. She plays with 100% heart all the time and just has no slow down in her she's go 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 all the time and that's invaluable to have and I, I think you know she's kind of our de facto leader um of the team right now um you know even just being a sophomore just because of how hard she plays and you know when she when she's when she's going we're all going Coach Tyler Sapp, Van Buren County girls basketball coach. One more before we let you go. You mentioned it. Even when you get two girls back in January, it's just 10 players you're going to have up and down that bench. How do you combat depth? How do you kind of work on a rotation uh, to not wear out some of your best players in Kara Mills and, and so on and so forth? Um, you know, I mean, we've I've always only played about eight in, you know, the eight years that I've been coaching. So it's not too big of a change for us. Um, the biggest thing is foul trouble early on here. Um, Cause you know, you, you get two fouls, you're going to, you, you got to come out for the most part. So I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and, you know, trying to give Kara a few minutes here and there of a break, but foul trouble for us is going to be kind of our downfall early on until we can get um, those other two back. 
because you know they ain't nothing you can do if you foul out. It don't matter if you one hundred percent fine. We you know we just we you can't go back in. So that's that's the biggest thing. And I tell them all the time like we can get the two points back. We cannot get your foul back. So we we've, we've we've got to do a really good job of defending without fouling um, at this point in time in the season. Easier said than done. Girls basketball coach at Van Buren County High School, Tyler Sapp, with us there. Stay out of foul trouble. That's something you talk about from Pee Wee all the way up to the NBA and the WNBA and beyond. you got to stay out of foul trouble if you want to win ball games. I'm Colin Castleberry, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Remaining once more in 1A girls basketball, it's Clay County this time. As we go from Van Buren to Salina to check in with the Lady Bulldogs on what their season will look like. After a challenging year last year, can they up themselves, one-up themselves, that is, this season? Clay County girls basketball coach Matt Walker, and you're just a couple weeks away from spending a whole lot of time in a gymnasium. Absolutely. As the weather turns colder, kind of kind of gets the excitement ramped up and, and ready for some round ball. Can you believe we are already have we already have another round ball, another basketball season upon us? It feels like just last year just kind of came to an end, and it's only been a couple weeks, and now here we are again, going to kickstart and uh, tip off a new season. Yeah, this time of year, everything moves really quickly, uh, especially with the success of our football team in the last few years. It kind of kind of happens all at once you know you go from conditioning to the season and it uh, happens in the blink of an eye I mean the opening question is is general and and kind of large but uh, just in preview the team how are you feeling about this year's team what you've got coming back some pieces maybe that you've added this season uh, how are you feeling so far here early in the uh, the process I'm pretty excited about this season. You know, we've got a good mix of uh, returning players plus some younger players ready to step up. Uh, we've got some really good freshmen and sophomores, you know, pushing for some playing time and hoping to build our depth with some young girls and uh, a good mix of senior leadership as well. So uh, uh, should be an interesting combination. How does that help uh, a team that obviously does return some key pieces and some seniors uh, to have those younger girls that are able to push those upperclassmen uh, to be all that they can be? Well, when we roll the ball out during conditioning and let them scrimmage a little bit, uh, every game is competitive. Uh, no matter what combination of five people play together, all the games are just really, really competitive, and they all want to win. So uh, I think – the younger girls really push the older ones, and the older ones are doing a great job leading the conditioning and, and setting the tone for our team. What kind of confidence can that give you as a coach that you feel like you can kind of put any combination of five together and, and go out there and be highly competitive? It's really exciting, especially to see what these younger girls bring to the table. Uh, really, really talented group of young girls, the freshman and sophomore classes. And, uh, you know, they just got to get their feet wet playing some varsity ball and, uh, you know, they can definitely raise the ceiling of our team. What gives you the confidence that this year's team can can go farther, can make a deeper run uh, than, say, teams uh, previous seasons? Well, you know, we've got uh, our senior class has played in uh, two state tournaments and, and uh, three district – four district championship games. So we've got the experience. Uh, they've been in championship games, and uh, they're hungry to get back there. Hungry to get back there indeed. It was a challenge last year to get there. They succeeded. Will they succeed in the challenge yet again to return? They always say it's harder to repeat than to go the first time. Can the Lady Bulldogs do it? We'll find out. 
In the meantime, that was head coach Matt Walker on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, this is the High School Playbook. I'm Colin Castleberry from 1A Girls Basketball to 4A Boys Basketball. We step inside the Wildcat Den to talk with head coach Jimmy Miller, the Wildcats boys basketball coach, to find out whether he believes his team can advance past the region tournament this year. Losses, returners, what kind of ball ball are they going to play all that and more. Here's head coach Jimmy Miller. Coach Miller, another season is upon us. Uh, how you feeling about this year's team so far? What have you seen that uh, that gives you some confidence? And obviously, early on, what are some things you know you guys are going to have to 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 do better? I'm having uh, some guys with some floor experience returning. That that's one thing that gives you a little bit of confidence. We got three seniors played a ton of minutes last year. We got two juniors played a ton of minutes last year. You know, we obviously graduated um, Easton Goodpasture, our only big guy, and Isaac Story, who's a just a, was a floor general even as a sophomore. You know, he had that ability. Uh, but returning those guys, that's a that's a big positive for us. And I think you know a tough thing will be. Um, our league, our district, uh, our district is tough, full of really good players and great coaches, and so it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, you alluded to it right there. Your girls team kind of going through some of the, the a similar thing where uh, you lose your dominant post presence. Uh, no one's going to come in and one-for-one one replace him. I don't think anybody's under that impression, but how do you as a team replace that production uh, down low? Uh, you know, you – We've got a couple young guys. We're trying out with some minutes there, but I, I don't think you replace it. I, I think you try to try to figure out with the guys you have coming back what the positives are that they could do maybe that you couldn't do when the big in the game and focus a little more on those and highlight those uh, those plays and those abilities a little more. That That's kind of our plan. You talked about your district as well. Uh, obviously, district play really gets going when we get to January. So what is the concentration here over this next about month and a half with tournaments and, and out-of-district games to get you ready for that incredibly difficult gauntlet? Um, playing good teams. You know, we've tried to get some uh, some good teams on our schedule. Uh, we've changed it up a little bit, our non-district teams this year. You know, we're, we got a home-and-home home with Warren County, who's a, who we played this summer, and it's a very good team, very good guard play, uh, good big guys, uh, things like that. You know, we, and we're hoping to, to be able to get some good competitive games and be able to compete in them ourselves. Obviously, you play a whole lot of out-of-district games around this region. You go to Siegel for a Thanksgiving tournament, but people may notice on the schedule you getting out of state for that Christmas tournament. What does that mean? What do you think that does for this team, maybe galvanizing them to get out of state, to go down there and play a lot of teams that they're obviously not familiar with? Uh, that We're trying to do that a lot. If you, Like you said, you look at our schedule, you can tell that we're trying to uh, travel more. I think last year we took a young team. Uh, to the uh, first round of the regional tournament, excuse me, second round of the regional tournament, and we went to Lawrenceburg. And that's basically like going out of state. That is a long way from here. It was a long bus ride and played some, uh, you know, uh, a pretty seasoned team, and we weren't ready for that. Our, our young guys, we just we just have didn't have ourselves ready for that moment, and we're trying everything we can in uh, November and December to give ourselves the opportunity to travel more and to and to have to be on that bus, and when we get off that bus, to have to play good competition, to hopefully have ourselves ready for when it comes region time that we can do a little bit better job and make a little more noise. 
Obviously, it's no secret both basketball teams here at LA are used to this, used to success, used to going very far in the postseason. What gives you the confidence this year's team is a team that can one up last year's team and get further uh, than you guys were able to last year? Well, that, that's hard to answer right now. I'm hoping they can give us that confidence uh, after the first eight or ten games. I'm hoping that um, it, it'll shed a little bit of light on what we can be. Um, I, I think, you know, we have the ability to, to do better. I think we have a lot of uh, good guard play. Uh, but we're going to have to learn how to win in those big moments. And, and that, that doesn't come overnight, and these guys are going to have to figure that out between now and then. Livingston Academy boys basketball coach Jimmy Miller discussing his team and whether or not they can prove to him they have the opportunity to make it past the region. If you missed the Wildcat Den tonight, we were able to also catch up with boys basketball player Brody Coffey and talk to him about that similar kind of situation. Uh, What does it mean to be a leader on this team and how do you help get this team past the region tournament? And he spoke on really doing the little things, making sure the younger guys see them doing the little things. It's not about making the big play. It's about making the right play, the little plays that maybe don't make it on a score sheet So Livingston Academy, the boys will look to get out of the region tournament. The girls, of course, who we will have uh, later on as part of our basketball preview over the next two weeks. Uh, Well, folks, we'll also have them for a Thanksgiving tournament. They, of course, look to return to the Glass House in Murfreesboro at the Murphy Center. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Colin Castleberry, and we look to close it out here as we've caught up with Clark Range Girls Basketball, Clay County Girls Basketball, and Van Buren Girls Basketball, all 1A uh, contenders. Obviously, a couple of them uh, state title contenders as well, Clay County uh, and, and Van Buren, obviously having been there, Clark Range and head coach Lamar Rogers, of course, uh, currently on their longest drought under Coach Rogers without a state title. So all three of those programs to keep an eye on. Uh, two of them dealing with some injuries here early in the season. They hope to get some girls back that can help contribute to another trip to the Murphy Center. Of course, just got done catching up with Livingston Academy boys coach Jimmy Miller, a team that looks to get out of the region tournament this year, but will need some help nonetheless, a district especially that is extremely tough. That is why if you notice their schedule, I'm not going to say it is, quote, tougher this season in the pre-district lineup before January, but you heard Coach Miller talk about how Uh, They're certainly traveling more. They're forcing themselves to take road trips, to get out of state, to get on other sides of the state so that when the region tournament comes around, if they've got to go to Lawrenceburg, if they've got to go to, you know, so so on and so forth, they're ready for it. He felt like they did not, uh, they weren't prepared. They were not ready for that last year. And that is why the region tournament did not go their way. Of course, we also have two teams still alive on the gridiron. Don't want to undersell two undefeated regular seasons, and those are the two teams left here in the quarterfinals. York will travel to Hampton on Friday night. That is, of course, a Hampton team who just last year got eliminated in their minds too early by Monterey, so they're looking to return to the promised land where they feel like they belong. York, of course, looking to continue down a track of a very special season. And You heard Coach Derwin Wright earlier in the program talk about how we got to pass the ball this week. We've gone two weeks not really needing to pass the ball, being able to get away with 
just our running game won't be that way this week gonna have to have a balanced offense gonna have to play fast and loose on defense what i mean by that is they're gonna have to be aggressive there's the word i was looking for aggressive defensively this week for york and of course another region rematch coach adam kane talked about it this has to be considered the toughest region in the state of tennessee when you start to look at it and understand that in back-to-back weeks upperman is playing host to teams that they have already played this year in region play and how difficult does that make you know your schedule he pointed out stone memorial they played last week it was the second time in three weeks they played the panthers and that's because the panthers had four losses on the right re- uh at that point i believe it was three of them to york upperman and macon so macon the opponent this week for upperman of course uh upperman beating stone twice so i i think that's evidence that he is right that this is arguably the toughest region across the state we will have the ball game on sports radio 104.7 on friday night coverage will begin at around 6 40 with devin uh hoke and wes shanks of course on the call kickoff at around 7 p.m for macon county and upper men macon county has looked red hot the last couple weeks and upper men of course an undefeated regular season and looking to complete an undefeated season period and cap it off with a state title thank you again to each and every one of the coaches who joined me tonight this has been the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders